0: This is All India Radio. Life Must Go On All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Bazaar, presents Science Serial Life Must Go On based on understanding and managing sustainable development. Let's listen to episode number 24. Based on listeners' letters.
1: It's a pleasure and a privilege to welcome three gentlemen to the studios of All India Radio. Dr. R. Gopichandran, former director, Vigyan Prasar. Shri B. K. Tyagi, senior scientist with Vigyan Prasar. And we're also joined by Shri K. B. Biswas, former chairman, Central Ground Water Board, Ministry of Water Resources and Ganga Rejuvenation. This is the 24th episode of the Science Serial, Life Must Go On. Today, we will focus more on issues related to water. Before I go on to Sri Vishwas, my first question will be to Sri B. We are well into the 24th episode. Just a quick reflection on the way the serial is moving ahead.
2: I think the response is very good. In this, the entire uh, sequencing, if you see in the first segment, we try to understood what is uh, when we are talking about sustainable development, Mm. what exactly does it mean. Mm. Then uh, there are three issues which we have taken, Mm. uh, especially like uh, the understanding sustainability on three parameters Mm. like uh, the environment the social development mm. and the economic development mm. and then there are certain issues when we talk about uh, the equal access to resources natural resources and mm. water is uh, one such resource mm. and uh, everybody has a right to mm. use it because uh, without water the life cannot sustain mm. because mm. in fact if we go uh, by evolution wise, hmm. the life was originated in fact into the water hmm. and since then the trend is there. Hmm. So, we are talking about this social aspect in which the water is, the gender equality is there and we are talking about the sustainable agriculture, hmm. sustainable hmm. industrialization, hmm. sustainable mining, these all are the issues which we are going to cover in coming uh, episodes. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, quickly, uh, Dr. Gopichandran, You've had a long association with uh, this serial and even many more serials before this. Your assessment of the way things have moved?
3: Most grateful as always to this wonderful medium in our country for reaching out to all our fellow citizens. To be very precise, Manoj, Hmm. the most important objective of an initiative like this is to deliver appropriate information in a timely manner. If you look at it from that perspective, I think Vigyan Prasar has to be congratulated Hmm. for two reasons. Number one is the timeliness Hmm. and number two, contextualizing whatever is being discussed for the benefit of our citizens. Hmm. Now, going ahead, Hmm. the various facets of sustainability by themselves Hmm. are being addressed systematically. I know the importance of this kind of a deliberation Hmm. And therefore, even as Dr. Bishwas, you know, Mm -hmm. Mr. Bishwas will deliberate on the qualitative and the Mm. quantitative aspects Mm. of water resources, one most important takeaway Mm. from a deliberation like this is the interplay Mm. of three extremely important factors of management. One is the regulatory framework. We might have a huge quantity of water resource, but are there regulations? which say, look, this far, no further, in terms of extraction or even in terms of contamination. Hmm. We might have excellent regulations, but do we have incentives by which people will be inspired beyond their own uh, innate tendencies to protect, to say, look, by good behavior, I am being rewarded (laughs) for protecting, and by bad behavior, I am being reprimanded. So, market-based instruments which can promote good behaviour and uh, retard bad behaviour is the second facet. So, first is regulation, second is market-based instruments. The third facet is about an institutional mechanism Mm. which says if an authority, a regulatory or any other, say for instance, a financial institution that works with the government devices an interesting mechanism, can we reach the unreached with this information? And if some good work is happening at some part of the country, Mm. how do we make it visible for the rest of the country? Do we have major stakeholder networks by which various activities are assigned to them, Mm. and they are able to reach out to stakeholders? So these three facets, regulatory, market-based mechanisms, and institutional mechanisms, Mm. are cross-cutting through the entire domain of sustainable development. Mm. Qualitative Mm. aspects of water resources, one. Hmm. Quantitative aspects is another. Mm -hmm. So we should look at uh, interplay and I am using the word interplay for the second time. You know, for intelligent use of the resource Hmm. and therefore make it sustainable.
1: Dr. Biswas, if you look at the globe, most of it appears blue. Do we really face a scarcity of water or or what is it? How do we look at it?
4: Thank you, Mr. Manoj. First of all, let everybody should know that uh, water is basically a finite source. Why I am talking about, you are talking about the, it looks, you take the aerial view or the satellite Mm. views, it looks like, I mean, Mm. green. But there are places it will give you your, I mean, red colors and something like that. Mm. So water is basically a finite source. Mm. So if you compare with the 1947, Mm. what the water was available for capita, it is something like more than 5000 meter cube for capita. As I am dead, it has come down to something like a 1400 meter cube, Mm. 1400 meters cube. And the unfortunate fact is that day by day, people are dependent on the groundwater.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Groundwater. if you take up the, what is the main sources, let everybody understand what is the main sources of that water. That is basically total precipitation takes place on the earth, that is particularly in our India. That is around 4,000 billion cubic meter, out of which that utilizable water is around 1860 <laughs> billion cubic meter. And actually water can be utilized, that is, I mean, comp- uh, that is summing up the both ground water and the surface water, it is around 1120 to 1140 BCM. Hmm. Out of which 690 is the surface water, groundwater is varies from 430 to four forty forty five 45 BCM. Hmm. But since 1970,
5: hmm.
4: see, we are if you compare with the 1947, the population growth as and it is almost three times, but the uh, the water source is constant. But the fortunate part is that we are having sufficient food grains. Hmm. This food grain, this green revolution is basically is nothing but, it is totally dependent on the groundwater. Hmm. It was nothing but a trivial revolution. Mm
6: -hmm.
4: So from since 1970, uh,
6: say
4: late 70s, Hmm. you the food grain is grown up based on the groundwater, the sources. Hmm. Now, the question is the why it is groundwater based? Because as per the Orisonment Act, Groundwater, basically, somebody will say it is a state subject. Somebody will say we can bring it to the concurrence matter in the mm-hmm. central subject. But basically, it is individual subject. Because As per easement Act, everybody is having their own right. Mm. And secondly, it is easily accessible. So, groundwater, a poorest man of the village, mm. he can take the water from his land. Even if we are having only a 100 square meters, he can also withdraw the waters. Mm. And it is easily accessible. Secondly, though we have a lot of surface water, network, canal system, all these things, but there is a lot of difference between the tail end and the from the
6: mm-hmm. I mean,
4: the canal command area. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, the people are getting dependent on the groundwater. It is easily accessible. And another issue is that people has gone to the cash crop mm-hmm. cropping pattern. Say, if you consider as on date, the our darkest areas, particularly groundwater point of view, Punjab, Haryana, mm-hmm. Rajasthan. Punjab, if you go to the 40 years back, 30, because their main product was wheat and uh, corn, mm-hmm. like this sort of things. But they have switched over. But their main production and income is the paddy,
5: mm-hmm.
4: paddy and the rice and rice and it is totally this production is based on the groundwater. So their water level has gone down even 80 meters, 100 meters in the Punjab and this
1: Haryana. Even sugarcane, I uh, believe. Sugarcane, mm-hmm.
4: another thing mm-hmm. is sugarcane, say consider about the Maharashtra. We know that Maharashtra is a sugar producing state, but actually as per the climate condition, Maharashtra should not produce the sugar
5: cane.
4: Mm. sometimes I talk, I mean, in the other way also.
5: Mm.
4: Our food habit, our everything is dependent on the climate. So, our the main thing, we have gone beyond the climate. I mean, what the nature has given, we have gone beyond that. Our production, our agriculture product. So, our main stress in the agriculture, that is the changing of cropping pattern, people have shifted from the traditional product, traditional mm. crop to the they have cash crop. Mm. See the people have migrated, particularly sugarcane in the levas have migrated to Mauritius, Fiji, even <coughs> the Indies, mm. from mainly from Bihar and Eastern that means the original sugarcane production mm. was in the Eastern European mm. and we are having a plenty of water. We are having a plenty of surface water, we are having a plenty of groundwater in these two states, in the Eastern states. Now talking about the groundwater, the main sources is the rainfall, mm. say, and the snow melting. So, <coughs> after ground water surface is depending on that, So consider from the Western state, particularly Rajasthan. Mm. So, there is a rainfall of 50 millimeters to go to the northeastern state <coughs> of 5,000 millimeters. So your the water availability also depending on that. So actually if you take say at the zero level, Hmm. go to the original level, the water, there is a rainfall, where it goes, certain water will flow from the surface, either Hmm. in the shape of the river or spring or something like that, and some water will go to the inside, Hmm. that is to the underground. The underground water is depending on the rainfall and secondly, how much white is available, Hmm. whether is it having their storage capacity. So, the formation also is very important, Your hydrogeological formation. Hmm. So in India, if you divide the total India, around 30% is the, we call it unconsolidated formations. That is the alluvial base, that is mostly in the Ganga Basin, Brahmaputra Basin, hmm. some hmm. part of the Godavari Basin, other 70% is the hard rock. Hmm. Say you go to the your Maharashtra, even the Bundelkhand area, the other hmm. state, the Karnataka and these states, rainfall is not that less. Hmm. But their storageity in the underground is very less. It doesn't sustain. Mm -hmm. That sustainability, what you are talking about, the sustainability of the groundwater, it depends on the your rainfall. Mm. It depends on the how much storage, how much capacity is having in the underground to hold it, depending on its formations. Mm -hmm. So these are the main thrust area. Now we are having a because people in India is totally nowadays depending on the groundwater, particularly agriculture sectors. Simultaneously. Drinking water, in comparison as a lemon, if you call the as on that 85% drinking water in the rural area, it is basically from the groundwater. Even mm-hmm. in the urban areas, that is 50% from, support is from it. And more than 60% agriculture mm-hmm. agricultural product is mm-hmm. from the groundwater. As on that GDP product, almost 9% impact is from the groundwater. So, it is a highly stressed condition and the groundwater withdrawal in, in India is more than the China and USA. So, these are the main areas. <coughs> so, now the clock <coughs> about the sustainable management. So, government cannot do it. What uh, Mr. Goffichand is studying is very correct. You have to have uh, the institutional mechanism. Government alone cannot support it. So, Central Groundwater Board last time in two and a half years as a chairman. And all that. So, we are doing National Aquifer Mapping and Management Program. Mm-hmm. National Aquifer Mapping means everybody has to, that is, we will be preparing a map of mm-hmm. 300 meters in aloe area and 200 meters in and hard rock area. So every farmer, everybody will be able to know that under his feet how much water is available, mm-hmm. at what depth and how much he can withdraw. So we have suggested for a participatory groundwater management okay. system mm-hmm. because participatory management is water does not follow any boundary. Mm-hmm. What water I am drawing in my land, maybe I am taking from my neighbor. True, That mm-hmm. water may be from neighbor.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So, That is why you require a participative management. If not aquiferial management, let us have a society should be involved totally. Everybody should know how much water is available, how much can we drop and what sort of crop from changing from cash crop to the suitable crop You require a very much strong political Mm -hmm will. If a farmer, if if they want to switch over from one crop to other crop, their income also get effects. So that is also very, very important. So those are those areas to be solved.
1: You analysed it so well, uh, Dr. Biswas. As I said, when you observe the globe, yeah. most of it appears blue. So my point is, in the total water basket of India or the world, if you look globally, does seawater have any role to play in uh, the total basket?
4: If we talk about the scientific data, seawater plays a very, mm. very important role. Hmm. that your precipitation where from you are getting that, ultimately hmm. the cloud forms based on the, I mean evaporation takes place from the, based on the sea waters, You, have the temperature rises there, the hmm. surface, that also plays a big role. And secondly, nowadays particularly in the coastal area, hmm. now what is the impact of groundwater withdrawal hmm. due to that over exploited as on date around 30% area of the, I mean, Groundwater condition is stress conditions. Hmm. We define as over exploited, critical, and semi critical. Hmm. If you combine up around 16% area, I mean blocks hmm. are over around 4% are your critical, around 10%, more than 10%, is semi critical. Hmm. And in the coastal area, due to over-reduct, is saline ingressions. Mm-hmm. So, protection of the saline of that and for the drinking water purpose of that, if you go to the Arabian countries, now they have stated, mm. I mean, uh, they are also yeah, yeah. that a desalination plant. Yeah. So, drinking water, the, we have to divide two categories use of water, one is the drinking water,
6: mm.
4: one is for the irrigation and other purpose industries. So, drinking water actually. It should be not be responsibility of the individual persons. It should be responsibility of the supply sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, governments and the statutory body to ensure that to provide a safe and potable drinking water to everybody. So, the frankly speaking, desalination is the ultimate. Mm-hmm. This only you can afford only for the drinking water purpose. Because desalination plant, okay, it's uh, you can have a desalination plant, but uh, in the because recently IOR at the Indian Ocean's countries. There is a seminar. People particularly South Africa, then African coastal countries, they are mm-hmm. going for dissension for the mm-hmm. drinking water. Mm-hmm. But this cannot support for the year irrigation purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's, just, it's ultimate options, ultimate for the drinking water. Mm-hmm. And it is also depending on your cost, mm-hmm. how much you can afford. But as on date, mm-hmm. being a groundwater mass, I'm very much confident still we are having a sufficient water, mm-hmm. but only thing is that it is not distributed properly.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Secondly, the population actually nowadays. That see, if you go f- from the, um, I mean, old days also, cities were developed based on the yeah, rivers. Yes. Now the cities are developed based on the highways only, mm.
5: Mm.
4: and later on they are searching the how will they get the waters. Yeah. So that is the most unfortunate part. See, the particularly I am very sorry to say, mm. Rajasthan they are developing so many industrial cities mm. without source of water. They are totally dependent on groundwater. I mm. asked for regulation. No, I used to mallow hold my head and to see that how they'll run. Even after 10 years, they don't know where they'll go from, they'll get the water. It's an unfortunate one. So basically, there are so many criteria. Now the cities are getting developed here without knowing the sources of waters. Mm -hmm.
1: That is the basic need. Dr. Gopichandran, if you look through the lens of Vigyan Prasar, has the idea of rainwater harvesting been able to, let me use the word permeate, into the general psyche? Uh, We
3: should not mistake the delivery of information to imbibing the spirit of that information. If you ask, therefore, are all states aware of the mm-hmm. importance of rainwater harvesting and groundwater recharge? The answer is yes, but to what extent is it being translated? Mm. Because I am sure Biswas will be able to also help us understand. Mm. There are very critical dynamics regarding water recharging also. You know, one has to be very careful Mm. and uh, all parameters pertaining to the permeability Mm. and then the water levels themselves and their implications and infrastructure are all highly interrelated aspects. Mm. So a more serious answer to your question is, Mm. are we prepared enough to be able to use these practices safely? Mm. And to what extent do we believe there will be cost benefit, uh, Mm. you know, balancing? That takes me to another very important aspect things like water conservation should not be seen only from an economic standpoint. It is equally important even for ecosystem services to be sustained. Mm. In the case of, let us say, the wetlands management, you know, uh, we simply cannot say that we have got enough water, we do not have to really be worried about wetlands. Wetlands play a very, very important role in providing very important what are called ecosystem services. Mm. So, the direct answer to your question, while the level of awareness is high, the preparedness to translate it into real okay, life okay. is
2: still far more desirable to
3: reach the levels of success that mm. we need in our country.
2: And Just I want to add what Gopiji has said mm. because water harvesting is it was a tradition in <clears> India. <throat> all these ponds, bowries, and uh, these were the area where the river was not very near. So we were harvesting that. In fact, it just happened when we got a municipal supply of water, that time we start discarding those uh, mm. traditional practices. I think now there is a time to, even in the villages also, yes. all these ponds, bowries are, you know, they are just dying up. Because there is a municipal water supply, but the day when the water is not coming in their tap, then there is a whole, you know, crisis over there. Then at that time, there is a realization that why we not have, you know, kept it in a proper shape and and all that. And the thing has, uh, because of some uh, awareness, Mm -hmm. uh, even to which Viganpasar has been also created, uh, taken up uh, a lot of uh, awareness program on water. There is a, you know, one sense is now prevailing that we mm-hmm. have to respect those uh, traditional practices. We have to recharge our those uh, traditional
1: water reservoirs. So uh, Mr. Prispaas had a point on rainwater water harvesting. Oh,
4: we have to actually separate two things. One is water conservation. Mm. How will you conserve it? Either you conserve from direct source or the rainwaters. Mm-hmm. So I am conserving where? Either you are conserving in the surface. Mm. And secondly, if you feel you can conserve it with the underground, that is called as artificial research.
5: Mm-hmm. So you
4: define it in this way, two What he was talking, very correct, water conservation, it is traditional, since ancient days people are conserving the waters, water harvesting and conserving it, mm-hmm. but mostly it is in the surface, mm-hmm. either in the body or the sense sort of tank, mm-hmm. tanka, these are things, they are conserving it. Wherever there is, a, you see the most of the lakes, you would find the measure in the Rajasthan and this, mm-hmm. because there is a water crisis, so they are conserving the surface.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Nowadays we found, when you are conserving in the surface, there is more than 50% is evaporation losses. Mm-hmm. And that too where temperature goes more than 40 degrees centigrade, so it is loss of loss. Mm-hmm. So the best way of conserving is found, it is suitable in the underground. Now I am talking about the artificial issues, the, mm-hmm. everybody is talking about the artificial issues. Artificial research, now we have we have carried out so many states, there are places artificial research of groundwater is very much essential, mm-hmm. but you don't have the source.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: You are not having sufficient water to have the artificial research. There are plenty of water like eastern state and northeastern states, mm-hmm. there are plenty of waters, but you don't require anything to at, I mean, get research in the underground because mm-hmm. your groundwater level is very shallow. So this at the source description. So water consumption, but as on date. We have already sent a groundwater board. We have prepared a master plan of India for artificial research that has been circulated. We have given to the drinking water, the sanitation commissioner as well as the urban ministry. Mm. Through Munrega also, we are trying to implement the mm. groundwater artificial research and water conservation structures. That master plan we have already circulated to the, all the ministries mm. and to have that artificial. Nowadays, see so at the beginning, after source is finite. Our total rainfall, total water, whether it flows in the surface or in the Total is constant, mm-hmm. but our increasing demand mm-hmm. because population growth, industrial growth, this is demand is very high. Mm-hmm. So water conservation and artificial research of underground, this is the nowadays the it should be at the most top, most priority. Mm-hmm. So central ground water board, we are along with the aquifer mapping, we are getting aquifer management plan. Management plan doesn't mean it's only at the how to use the water. It is not like that. So also, it includes the artificial research, water conservation, everything. So, it is the most basic priority for the government, for the society, for everybody.
1: Yes. Uh, Mr. Tagi, can we now have a look at the letters that uh, we've received yes. for different episodes of uh, this serial? I can see a few names here. There's a student named Zainab Fatima from mm-hmm. Shahjapur, uh, Madhya Pradesh. Mm-hmm. Then there is Ravishankar Chandragar Devan from uh, Badola Bazar, Chhattisgarh.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Then there's Ram Singh Rajput from a remote village called Odera in district Hamirpur, Uttar Pradesh. Okay. Then there's a group of students, okay. Gudiya Chaturvedi, Ram Sakhi, Aarti, Pooja, Kiran Rajput, again from Hamirpur, Uttar Pradesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, From the same place, there's Balendra Kumar Rajput. And finally, Sanjeev Kumar, uh, who's a regular listener. He's from Karnal, Haryana. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: All of them have uh, listened to most of our episodes. Of course, they've specified here what episode uh, Mm -hmm. they they tuned into. But uh, more or less, people have been writing in. And uh, most of them have mentioned the fact that they have benefited a lot from Mm -hmm. what they learnt from this radio program
2: yeah and I also have received a few mail Uh, this is Amit Kumar and then the other is a Neeraj Kumar, then this is a Lavkesh Kumar, Rajput. Hmm. So these are few emails which we have received. I think in this episode, we are not announcing the mm-hmm. name of the winner. I think we'll take it in the next uh, sure. interactive episode. But uh, we hope like uh, these kinds of letter and emails, you know, mm-hmm. give us an encouragement to mm-hmm. and confidence also mm-hmm. to, you know, put more effort to make the program more interesting and uh, more relevant as... Uh, Gopi ji was saying.
1: Gopi ji, your reflection on, you know, the kind of response and enthusiasm that uh, young people, you wouldn't expect an 8th standard student to understand what sustainable development is really, really about, but yet, uh, let us do come in.
3: Banuja, on the other hand, I think children are probably the most sensitive, Mm -hmm. you know. If you tell them, don't litter, Hmm. you know, they are inspired from within, to not. Something happens probably when people grow, Hmm. No, and there is a lot of cross-wiring in their heads, I suppose. <laughs> so you know, that leads to this chaos. I am sure Biswas ji and uh, Tyagi saab will also agree with me that um, India has to now report periodically hmm. on the extent to which her citizens hmm. are aware and are responsive to calls for action, hmm. especially through bilateral, multilateral agreements. Or to India's own posturing when it comes to sustainable development. In that context, I think if we ask whether Mm. we have reached out to our citizens, Mm. I think the All India Radio has to be saluted for giving Vigyan Prasad this opportunity to reach out to our citizens. That is stream one. Mm. Stream two is, are we seeing any signals of responses from people? The answer is evident. Mm. Therefore... To sum up the effectiveness of this engagement, mm. I would say this is the best way ahead. And I think it should only be fostered further with the involvement of thematic experts. And on Prasar's behalf, even as the past director, mm. I've got the courage to say thank you, sir.
1: Thank you. Uh,
3: you know, it's been wonderful. And salutations to Manoj, you, the All India Radio and everyone. It's a great coming together.
1: Honoured, honoured. Well, let, let us conclude. Uh, this is just an informal question to Mr. Biswas. Not that you've been associated with children per se. You've been more of an institutional man. Uh, but since, as Gopiji mentioned, the individual contribution, would you like to advise or just tell people on an individual level, how can one contribute as a person? Everybody should understand
4: what is his own property. When he consider it is his own property, he should also protect it. Nowadays everybody thinks of the future of the children's. Mm. So what we do, we want to save the money, save the wealth. Mm. But we have to save the waters for our future generations. Mm. Let us join hand together. Don't leave it for the government or somebody else. Mm. It is your water, you save it. And the how best way you can utilize it. That's and the demand side management is totally depending on the individuals
1: with that message uh, I would like to thank uh, Mr. Beswas Dr. Chandran, and Mr. Tyagi for this stimulating session on a subject that is so close to our heart water
4: thank you thank you, thank you very much
0: You were listening to the 24th episode of this science serial produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vikyan Prasar, based on Listener's Letters. Participating experts were Dr. R. Gopichandran, former director Vikyan Prasar, Dr. Kibi Biswas. Former Chairman, Central Groundwater Board, CGWB, Ministry of Water Resources. Dr. Birendra Kumar Tyagi, Scientist and Coordinator, Science Serial, Life Must Go On. And Manoj Menkar, who was moderating the program. Presented by Dilak Recording and mixing by Deeksha Sharma. You can send in your answers by simple post. Our address is Sign Serial Life Must Go On, All India Radio, Room Number 615, New Broadcasting House, Sunset Marg, New Delhi 110001. You can also write on our email ID radio at Viganprasad.gov.in. Please do write in or mail us your full name, age, and profession. If associated with any science club, then do let us know the membership of your club. If you have got any query or question related to this, don't hesitate to write to us. We will be back again with the next episode of This Science Serial. Life must go on. Same day, same time, next week. Till then, goodbye.